Welcome to the Orange Five. My name is Brian. We're all about positivity and optimization. We're gonna talk about some things that I'm sure you guys will be excited about. Let's get into the room. Check it out. You've probably read this episode, Achievement versus Fulfillment. Woo, yes. So some of you probably think, what's the difference? Well, I wanted to read you something to help you distinguish between the difference between achievement and fulfillment because I feel like a lot of guys are trying to achieve some things, but many great achievers are still unfulfilled. Go ask an actor <laughs> these days who's making millions and millions of dollars who would turn to drugs. He has everything. She has everything, but still turn into drugs, turn into alcohol. Why? Why do you have to do it? You got all the money you need. You, you're going out there and people know your name. Isn't this what you wanted? They still feel unfulfilled. Why? Well, achievement is certain things that it is like a, a science, proven formulas that work, right? And if you climb the corporate ladder to the top, you've achieved something. But then sometimes when you achieve or get yourself to the top, you realize that you're leaning against the wrong wall. Mm. And that's what a lot of these, I'd say, successful entrepreneurs, successful sportsmen, women, all these different people who achieve great things will still be unfulfilled. Now, fulfillment speaks to your assignment, your existence of being. So with that said, Brian, like I know some of us want to achieve great things, but I think that's too shallow and they realize that there's not enough to feel this great feeling at the end of what they've achieved. When I think of achievement, uh, like you say, anybody can achieve anything, whether it be small or great. Um, when I think of achievement, I think of goals met, you know, yeah. I've, uh, I've set some goals. I've, I've persevered. I've worked hard. I've sacrificed. I've been determined. Right. You know, and, and I met those goals mm. and I've achieved the thing that I set out to achieve. But when I think of fulfillment, man, I think about the things that provide joy. Yeah. I think about the things that provide um, not just stability and a roof over my head, but the things that provide contentment, that provide life, hope, inspiration, not just for myself, but to those that I've been called to be uh, to be influential and those who I've been called to be a part of their life. I love that because you're speaking to people's stories. Yeah. Then when you are able, and this is really interesting to me because sometimes you can directly impact people's lives and sometimes you indirectly yeah. impact people's lives. And then you play a part in their testimonial. Their testimonial is like, I met this guy named Brian and this guy named Brian helped me. Uh, well, you set the environment for this change to happen, this yeah. cultivation. And then when you hear the story as the person setting that tone of this home, if you will, there's this sense of fulfillment. Yeah. It's much greater. Yeah. You know, like I say, uh, achievement to me is about goal setting, intentionality, right? And not to say that you can't be fulfilled with having intentionality, but I think when you come as yourself, when you come as your true, authentic self, mm, yeah. just walking in your purpose, yeah. fulfillment happens. Wow. And, and this is the thing. The word that comes to my brain when it comes to fulfillment is there is an assignment. Now, when I say assignment, there's probably some teenagers going, oh gosh, here's another essay. Why <laughs> right. do I need to do any right. papers? Look, yep. I hope the educational system hasn't like burnt you out on certain words. When I say assignment, I'm talking about a lifelong fulfillment role that you play here on earth. Yeah. Because reason for existence, reason for existence, because there are things and I, I'm going to put four things out there, guys. 
and ladies, if you listen to this, these are the clues to your assignment. Your problems, your pain, your patterns, your people. Yep. Your problems, pain, patterns, and people. Pretty easy. Four Ps, right? Problems, yep. pain, patterns, and people. And we all have them. And we all have them. Now, what do I mean by clues to your assignment with problems, pain, patterns, and people? Is where you see a problem, someone else is facing the same problem somewhere. Yeah. Or the pain. For instance, I didn't have a father growing up. Now, I have a pain to those who are fatherless. Yeah. Patterns. I hate seeing guys falling through this toxic habit. People. There are toxic people that have probably set the environment wrong for certain kids or teenagers. So I have a passion to pull people out of those environments so they'll be in the right environment with the right people. So there, there are some clues to your assignment that you can play a part of. Now, this is the biggest key here. There's got to be an emotional buy-in. Mm. If you're not emotionally bought into any of those problems, those pains or patterns of people, then there's probably something going on. There's, you probably don't have that muscle that's worked yet. When you find a problem that gets you to tears, and I'll tell you mine, one of the biggest problems that I, that I see day in, day out is seeing people being neglected, children being neglected. And when the children are neglected, generations are going to be neglected. Yep. It becomes this pattern that's being passed on to generation to generation. Yep. I can get to tears when I see a child neglected because I know there's nations on the other side of that child. You know, Joe, we, we share that same thing in common, man. I don't think I ever told you this, but uh, the, the one thing that got the fire burning inside of me to to uh, come alongside of you and do this podcast and to, to go into schools and to talk to you is one day I was sharing with Janal how at 11 years old, I was locked up in a juvenile detention center. And at the time, you know, you don't think much of it, right? When you're in the system, you're in the system. You know, you're just going through it. It just is what it is. Um, and trust me, there's thousands, maybe even millions of you here in America that's locked up, right? Yeah. And in the moment, you don't think about it. But when you become a parent and you got a 10-year-old son and you think that he could potentially, potentially be locked up, it, it seems, it seems uh, unimaginable. Like, why? Like, how? Like, why would you lock someone up that early, that young? And for me, it was like an eye-opening moment. Like, no, I this is not right. We got to do something about this, man. Yeah. Um, and then not long after that. So what I did was I went and volunteered to uh, to speak and be a mentor okay. at the juvenile justice system wow. here in uh, here in Dallas, man, Amazing. because there's not a child that's locked up for anything that they've done. Think about it as a 10 year old, as an 11 year old. What is it that you've done that has caused you to be locked up? If anything, someone has let you down. If anything, someone hasn't guided you right. If anyone, someone didn't teach you right from wrong. Someone didn't give you the uh, parental guidance that you needed to make a better decision or to keep you out of the predicament that you found yourself in, right? Wow. Right? At 10 years old, you're not responsible for yourself. You Mm. can't be responsible for yourself. true. At 11, at 12, at 13, at you know what I mean? Like, you can't be held responsible for who you are and what you're doing because you're still learning. Right. And then not long after that, I heard it said like this. You're more capable of helping the person you once were. Right. It blew me away when I heard that. It was like, dang. So this is the mission that I'm on. I'm on a mission to be the one who helped the person that I once was, man. Like, and that's the buy in that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. That's the emotional buy in. I had emotional buy in, emotional tie in, uh, relational, experimental buy in. Right. And that's what fueled it. And that goes back to, <clears throat> man, that's, that's so, so good that you shared that, Brian, because 
what you mentioned just now is there was a problem, there was a pain, mm-hmm. there was patterns of failed parenting or parental guidance. The people involved. And there was people involved. So that exposed to you what part you can play. Yep. You know what you want to see change. Right. You know it. And now you're, you're taking steps. You're going to the schools, speaking to juvenile centers, like you're literally taking actions. And guys, if you're not hearing this right now, I'm telling you, Brian is literally like taking the time out of his time of his business to do this because he wants to see a change because he changed. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing, man, you know, um, it, it's kind of selfish, right? Go ahead. You know, it, it, it's kind of selfish because I think to myself, you know, as I'm mentoring youth and young men that's mm. teenagers in early 20s, I got a 10 year old who will be influenced by those individuals. You have a son and a daughter who will be influenced by the people that we consider ourselves influencing, right? This is good. And, and, and I know if you're listening to this, you man. may think to yourself, man, that, that's selfish, but this is the only way we generate the change that we want to see by being a part of the effect yeah. of the change, right? Like I said, mm. a child only ends up locked up or in a bad situation because we let them down, right? Can I speak into this? And we can do something Ooh. about that, right? It's time for us to step up and do something about it. The, the problem with achievement that I see today is people build bigger walls mm. to keep the world out. <laughs> but what fulfillment does is, is build a bigger you. Mm. And when you build bigger walls, you think you're safe within this space. You're not safe. Yeah. You're, you're, in, you're on earth. What makes you think you can, you're going to be safe the rest of your life? No, you're going to interact with other people. But when you build a bigger person, bigger you, there's more impact and you'll get to see how other people's world are changing as you just influence more and more and more, but in a healthy way. Yeah. 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 You know, by building the bigger you, you create more capacity to be more effective and to have a greater purpose. Wow. You know, um, I've, I've, I was born and raised in the inner city. Uh, when I moved here to Dallas, man, um, I've had the opportunity to move out of the city of Dallas and move into a suburb. Yeah. And I just told you, no, like, you know, nothing against the suburbs, yeah. but the city is home. Uh, the city needs us. I believe that we'll have a bigger impact. Uh, not necessarily, you know, I'm not about influence, right? Mm-hmm. But I understand that my life has a purpose. Right. And I pray that my experience be the influence that's needed to cause the change that I want to see. Mm. Well, this is, this is the thing I heard someone say this. I think it was one of our friends from church. She said that a lot of influencers want followers, not leaders. There's a big difference. When you lead, when you're a leader of leaders, the leaders that are influenced by you are bought into the person. That's you. But the influence, the influencer that's influencing followers, because nowadays followers is just a quick click or a quick tap. It's a like. But when you're a leader of other leaders, when people are bought into, hey, I love the concepts and the value systems that you've you've brought to the table, I'm bought into this. Now they're following a person based on the value systems that he has or he or she. But I, I think I need to speak on this because um, people say these words so easily and I think they don't think about what they say. And I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Sometimes I say things, I'm like, why don't I think first before I say it? <laughs> right. But I think there's something that people talk a lot, especially in this day and age, especially if you're being interviewed in a, a company that you want to be a part of. Because people use the words dreams. Oh, I want to fulfill my dream, mm. right? But I've heard it said that instead of just fulfilling your dream, which is important, you do want to have, visualize and have a vision for, for what you've been um, 
received, if you want, if you've received it from someone or you, you've kind of like literally dreamt of something, it came from someone. Like yeah. it was influenced in you. Yeah. Your brain activated something in you to see something in, in your internal being. And we call that a dream, right? And sometimes you get random dreams and I'm sure that's impacted by what you watch. But the, I want to speak on the word destiny. Because dreams are pictures of outcomes you desire in life. And they are based on limited information available to you at a time. But they typically, they typically change and more light, more light is brought to your dream as you live out this experience called life, right? But it is possible to live your dreams without fulfilling your destiny. Let me say that one more time. <laughs> it is possible to live your dreams without fulfilling your destiny. This speaks back into the achievement versus uh, fulfillment. But destiny speaks highly of the destination where you need to be at. And the destination, destiny, destination, is this healthy stamina that you've got this vision in your mind. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example, and I want to really unpack this slowly with you guys and ladies. I see a school that's going to bring this huge impact. And what I see with this school is, is children, teenagers graduating out of the school where Companies are fighting to have these kids in their, in their company, fighting for it. Matter of fact, they'll pay us to, to have these kids in there. That's what I see because there was so much value that they bring to the table. They, they problem solve. They're constantly like trying to fight to be a problem solver. Not only that, these kids have a life longing experience of learning. They want to learn so much and they're not learning so much to where it, you know, they get burnt out on learning because I'm seeing that a lot today. They want to learn because it's like it fills them up. I want to learn. I'm hungering more and more. I'm thirsting to be a problem solver. So that makes me want to learn more about this problem that people are facing so I can bring, bring a solution to this. So there's a big difference between dreams and destiny. Dreams are a byproduct of that destination. I, I love that, man. You know, as you, uh, as you were talking, I'm sitting over here jotting down. This is awesome. Uh, dream, uh, I, I got dream as an input, right? You know, it's thoughts, ideas, imagination, right? It's, it's, it's the fanciful world. It's about what's possible. When, when we think of our dreams, we think of possibility. Yep. Endless possibilities. What could happen? How could we do it? Why would we do it? And when will we do it? Where right. and how? Right. You know, when I think of destiny, I think of a destination. It's an end result. Right. It's a means to an end, you know? So I think of location. I think of it's a physical thing. It's an actualization. Mm, it's an actualization, like right? You know, your dream is your input. It's the thoughts, the ideas, the creativity, but destiny, destination, actualization, making it real, making it manifest in life. So I love how you say you can, you can live your dreams. Is that what you say? You can live your dreams, but never live your or fulfill your or destiny. never fulfill your destiny. It's beautiful, man. I love it. That's awesome. Because everyone talks about dreams. Everyone talks about they want to, to fulfill that dream. Yeah. And you get stuck there. <laughs> it becomes stuck, just a fantasy. Stuck in a dream. There's state. no action steps to take, you know, to go there. Man, I, I, I know people that, you know, they, they wake up in the morning and the moment they wake up, wash their face and get out, they can't wait to get back home. Mm. They can't wait to get back home. Their destination is going back home. Their destination is going back home. Oh, man. You're preaching now, bro. Right? You know, and in that in between, there is no, I'm going to oh, change the world. There is no, I'm going to make a difference. There oh, is man. no... I'm going to have an impact and an effect on the lives of those around me wow. or simply what God has given me the gifts and the talents to do. It's I can't wait to get back home. My TV show comes on at 630, oh. right? 
I told about TV right, shows. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the game comes on, right? Ooh. You know, I just, I just want to get these clothes off. I yeah. can't wait to get in my love seat and grab my beer, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like, like we, we, and, and, and then you find yourself what? It's the and, numbing and, effect. At, at nine or 10 o'clock, you find yeah. yourself sleeping that dream state again. Ooh. Waiting on the alarm clock Ooh. to go off so you Ooh. can do it again at 5 a.m., right? I know we're going to go on a rabbit trail here Man. soon. So. Because they're trying to avoid pain. They're trying to avoid Not realizing pain. that pain is directly linked to your purpose. Yeah. And it was one of those things that was one of the four things that will bring fulfillment is to find your assignment, but the clues to your assignment is problems, pain, patterns, and people. And I would end with this, guys. And I want you to, I want you to hear us on this because there's this word that I've been, like, I would find a word every week, Brian, in my journaling. I've got to find these words so I can be more, I've got to find more words that I can put on my tools of my repertoire so I have a broader vocabulary, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I heard these words said, uh, cognitive dissonance. Have Ooh. you heard of this word, these words before? I have. And the, and it, there's a psychological effect of, that's directly linked to this, these words, cognitive dissonance. The state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. Let me say that one more time. The state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude to change. Why I'm bringing these words up, cognitive dissonance, is because we, we have a dream, we don't have a destination or destiny, we don't know what our destiny looks like, so then we just kind of just experiment everything. We, we're very experimental on everything. So what we do, we just kind of like open the door to anything and everything. Uh, here, I'll get so practical with you. We listen to, we listen to music. We just open the door of any music and they're like, oh, I just got to relax. Yeah, I get it. Music is great. You know what? I've actually, matter of fact, this is real practical with some of the guys. Now I'm listening to music that don't even have lyrics in it anymore mm. because I know that words have power. Yeah. You know what I listen to now? Lo-fi music. It's just, it's just uh, instrumentals. Uh-huh. And it sets the tone in my heart to see and dream bigger. But when I start hearing lyrics where they talk about women and they, they talk about all this infidelity, all this other stuff like, uh-huh criminality and all this. And now that's where the inconsistent thoughts come in. All these beliefs are being projected in my brain through my ears. But I want I, I want to live a life in a way that I'm moving towards my destiny, the destination. So I would listen to music that would help me become a solution to the problems that I see, the pains that I see, even the patterns that I've recognized and even the people that I recognize. And here's the big thing. Other people around you may may share the same view as you. They may see the same destination as you. So why don't you partner with those people so you can get to the same destination together? That's good. So with that said, guys, there's a huge difference between achievement and fulfillment. Let's get more intentional with how to find fulfillment in life and not just be too shallow in just finding the achievements of life. Block off some time. I even said, uh, I've heard it said this way, block off the time for me, myself, and my dream. Me, myself, and my dream. But don't just stop a dream. Work towards your destiny. Thanks for tuning into the Orange Pod. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Enjoy the rest of your week.